WCHL podcast presented by Subway. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications, and we have a busy show ahead with three interview segments. But we'll start things off with a quick look at some numbers taking shape in the stats and standings now that the league is over a month into the schedule. Powell River's Ben Berard has goals in six straight games, including another in the Kings' 6-2 win in PG on Thursday. Berard, who is headed to Cornell next season, leads the BCHL with 10 tallies in 11 games this season. Leading the BCHL in assists is Surrey Eagles forward Ty Westgard, who has 15 helpers and a BCHL best 20 points in 13 games so far after finishing third in league scoring last season. In the standings, the divisions are tight at the top. In the island, the Victoria Grizzlies have a two-point lead on Powell River, while the league-leading Chilliwack Chiefs hold a two-point edge on the Coquitlam Express in the mainland. In the interior, there are just four points separating first from seventh, but as of Friday afternoon, it's Merritt on top with a one-point lead on trail. Now we look to the college ranks as we move into our first interview segment. Former Penticton V standout Grant Cruikshank had to miss most of last season with injury, but he's healthy and ready to go now that he's a freshman at Colorado College. And he wasted no time getting up to speed, hitting the score sheet both nights on opening weekend as the Tigers visited Alaska Anchorage. We started out discussing his immediate impact in the season opening series. Um, yeah, it was definitely a, a really fun weekend up in Alaska. It's always nice. Um, I feel like to kind of start on the road, and um, it's, it's obviously a really nice way to start bonding with the guys. And, um, you know, you, you just get to start on the road and, and play a good road game. And uh, we definitely did that on Saturday, winning 10 2. And, um, like you said, definitely uh, felt really good to get on the board. And, um, you know, having it been my first game in, in nine or ten months, whatever it was since um, since last December, um, you know, it, it felt really good to get a couple points and, and definitely to get the win. So um, I think we definitely have a really, really good group here at, uh, at CC. Um, a lot of talented guys, a lot of good guys. Um, everyone gets along really well, and uh, that definitely makes it easier. Yeah, I wanted to ask you as well about uh, just being back on the ice. Uh, you got injured partway through last season in Penticton and didn't get to play you know, as much hockey as you wanted at all. So how good has it felt just to be back on the ice and certainly contributing? Yeah, it's awesome. Like I said, I was waiting a long time to, to play my first game. And, um, you know, when the, in the BC League, when you play uh, 60 or whatever, whatever games it is in the regular season and then um, the previous year when we went to the RBC, I think we played over 35 playoff games. Um, you know, that's a lot of hockey, and I was definitely missing it. Um, you know, getting hurt in, in December, and I knew that it was a, a season-ending thing, and I wouldn't be able to play until uh, the following season. So um, definitely there was a stretch kind of, you know, February, March, April that got to be really kind of draining, and, and, you know, I wanted to get back out on the ice, and um, you know, play some hockey. So uh, definitely the summer was, was a little bit tougher than normal. Um, you know, having uh, not played in so long and just wanting to get back out there. So, um, you know, and then you show up to school and you have over a month of practice and, and that's even more of a teaser for you and, and you just want to play a game. So, um, like I said, to be able to go on the road with guys and, and bond with them and, um, you know, have a, a couple games on the road was definitely super nice. 
Talking with Grant Crookshank, now a freshman at uh, Colorado College. Grant, uh, when you came to the BCHL, I believe you had a, a commitment to the University of Wisconsin, and obviously you've kind of changed paths a little bit. I, I think your home is in Wisconsin. You know, that's where your family is and all that sort of. How difficult was it to make the choice to choose somewhere that, you know, may, may be a better fit for you but further away from home? Yeah, yeah. So um, I definitely have a, a lot of family out here as well. This is basically where um, the other half of my family lives. I have uh, four or five cousins here in the state of Colorado and um, two in Colorado Springs. My uncle's in Colorado Springs here where the school is. Um, and then I have two in Denver and one in Steamboat. Um, so I definitely have a lot of family here, which is, is really nice. And uh, I definitely feel like this is the, the perfect fit for me and um, you know, super, super glad that I chose to go to school here. It's an, an unbelievable school to start off with, and there's a lot of history uh, for the hockey program here. My cousin played for the Tigers here in uh, 01 to 05. Um, I remember watching him go to the, the Frozen Four, um, and there was tons of good players on that team. They had Marty Surtich, who won Hobie Baker. Um, they just had a bunch of guys that have gone on to play pro, and, and so I remember throwing on the Tiger jersey when I was a young guy and, and watching my cousin play, and um, definitely uh, is going to bring back some memories here when, when I step on the ice for a home opener this weekend, and um, definitely feel like I found my home and, and definitely the right fit for me. Talking with Grant Crookshank, you, you mentioned your family there at the beginning of your last answer. Um, you know, your your folks, uh, for those that don't know, are um, very high-achieving, elite-level uh, speed skaters, uh, particularly your mom, one of the most decorated uh, female Olympic athletes of all time, five-time gold medalist in speed skating. For those that don't know, your mom is Bonnie Blair. So uh, how much does, uh, or how widely known is that where you are right now? Yeah, pretty much everyone everyone figures it out or everyone knows. Um, obviously, skating is one of my bigger strengths to my game. and um, My mom is one of the loudest fans when she's at the rink. So um, I think they've, been, they've played such a big role in my life and um, getting me to where I'm at today and, um, you know, just a, an everyday aspect type thing off the ice. Um, they've taught me so much about life and, and how to live the right way and how to treat people and, and how to treat yourself and your body and take care of yourself and, um, you know, the things you need to do in order to succeed. And um, my dad obviously played a huge role in that as well. He was in four Olympic games. They were in three together. Um, and so he's kind of got more of the hockey side for me. Um, he's a skating coach for the Kings right now, so he gets a lot of information from NHL teams and, um, you know, what exactly they're looking for. And um, obviously transfers that down to me. So they both played, a, you know, an, an unbelievable role in, in my life and uh, definitely my role models. Yeah, it's great to hear about all of that side of your uh, your family there and that, that bloodline. So uh, I guess maybe to bring it back to a little bit of a BCHL focus, um, I'm wondering if you could kind of give us a bit of an update on your uh, BCHL teammates that are at Colorado College. I know they've recruited pretty strongly from from the BCHL in recent years. Christian Blumenshine's a player that's there, played in West Kelowna. Cole McCaskill, I believe, still on the blue line with, uh, with CC. Andrew Farney as well. Uh, who are some of the guys that are BCHL? CHL alums, big contributors for the Tigers right now? Yeah, one of the big ones is, uh, is obviously Nick Halloran. Um, you know, he had an outstanding season last year, putting up, I think it was over 40 points. Uh, he played in, uh, in Trail in BC League, and um, like you said, in 
played in West K and, and McCaskill played in Sam and Arm. And, um, definitely, yeah, uh, some strong bloodlines uh, from the BCHL. And, um, you know, obviously it's a great league and, and great for development. And, um, you know, like I said, we have a lot of talented guys on our team and a lot of skilled guys and um, good people as well. So, um, you know, I can't speak highly enough about them. That was Penticton V's alum Grant Cruikshank talking to us from Colorado College. Now on to the BCHL Player of the Week, and this time around it was Chilliwack Chiefs forward Skylar Brindamore earning the honors as he posted two goals, including a game winner Saturday against Wenatchee, and he added three assists in helping the Chiefs to a pair of wins on home ice. BCHL Communications Coordinator Jesse Adamson spoke to Brindamore recently about what clicked into place for him on the attack last weekend. I think I just I just found him kind of getting to the the top areas in front of the net and was lucky enough to to find the puck on my stick and um, you know my my line mates did a great job uh, you know this weekend burying some pucks as well so um, I don't know I don't think I changed too much just kind of the puck kind of bounced my way this week which is nice. Uh, I know from talking to you you take pride in your defensive game a lot. Uh, is it a bonus for you when you chip in offensively or is it something that you expect from yourself? I mean, I expect to. Um, obviously, um, you know, defensively is, is a big part of my game. I like to, you know, shut down, you know, I guess, kind of, you could say top lines of other teams. But, um, you know, I think I, I've always been an offensive guy, and I want to continue to be one. So, Okay. Uh, so, as far as the team goes, you guys have gotten off to a good start. You have a 9-3 and record. Uh, you guys had a seven-game winning streak earlier in the season. Your first place in the league. Um, what's been working for the team so early, and how have you guys been able to be so successful? Yeah, I think we're just uh, we're just buying into to our game plan and, and playing hard. I think that's a big thing. Um, you know, we got a young group of guys that um, you know we're all just we're buying in and we're working extremely hard. And I think um, when you do that, usually good things happen. And um, you know, obviously, also our, our goaltending. Um, it's just it's. It's been awesome as well so far, which has really built us out when we made mistakes. So um, we're back together, and it's usually a pretty good, pretty good recipe for success. You mentioned buying into the systems. Uh, your head coach Brian Maloney, he took over late last year, but he's had a full training camp with you guys, um, full preseason. What's his coaching style like? Uh, how does he want you guys to play, and how, how have you guys reacted to it? Yeah, well, he's. You know, to be honest with you, it's just kind of uh, simplify things for us a little bit um, in the early going here, and and obviously he demands that we play hard, and um, so everyone, you know, once we line up, you got to be uh, be willing to play hard and, and battle um, for 60 minutes. So um, that's what he demands, and I think we've done a pretty good job of of, uh, of doing that so far. Um, so yeah. Okay. Uh, so you guys, even with your good start, you guys are only a couple points up on Coquitlam, three up on PG. Uh, Langley's not too far behind. Um, you were in the mainland division last year. How does this year compare to last year inside the division? Uh, yeah, obviously it's super tight. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I would say it's, I mean, last year it was, it was pretty tight as well. So, um, but I mean, I think, you know, there's not too 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 much difference um, as far as the league goes, and everyone. You know, I just think there's maybe a little more balance this year. You know, every team can win kind of any night kind of thing. There's no, uh, you know, I guess best team out there, or anything like that. I think every night you got to show up and uh, ready to go and ready to compete. Okay. 
Um, so you guys have a lot of new faces on your team this year. There's a lot of turnover from last year's uh, RBC Cup championship team. Who, who of uh, some of the new guys, who, who has impressed you uh, the most with their play this year? Obviously, all, all the new guys on our team, honestly, have done have done a great job. Um, obviously, you can look at Kevin Wall, and um, he's got scored a lot of goals for us, and has been uh, uh, been great offensively for us, which is to keep hard in our success. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I go down the line. There's, you know, everybody on our team has done a really good job. Um, you know, Matt Holmes, uh, Brett Willits, Clark Nelson's a, a tough guy that's kind of got the boys going a little bit with some fights and everything. So. There's a lot of guys that are, are just uh, are buying in, and it's it's been good to see. Okay, and finally, uh, the NHL season just started recently. Um, for people that don't know, your dad, Rod Brindamore, is the head coach for Carolina this year. Uh, he picked up his first win as a head coach on the league uh, last week. Did you happen to talk to him and congratulate him after? And, and what did you have to say to your dad? Yeah, yep. I uh, Actually, we played that night that they won, so I, I got the score after our game, and um, I just texted him uh, real quick and congratulated him. Um, and then obviously, you know, kind of texted back and you know didn't really acknowledge it too much. Just kind of asked how my game went and everything. So, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I was able to talk to him a couple of days later and and just uh, you know reiterate that I was excited for him. And um, so, yeah, it was good to see. That was Chilliwack Chiefs forward Skylar Brindamore, this week's Player of the Week, in conversation with the BCHL's Jesse Adamson. And now a word from our partners at Subway. Subway's three new paninis take flavor to the next level. Try the sweet and smoky chicken and bacon, Montreal steak and provolone, or grilled cheese and bacon and give your taste buds a thrill. Subway, make it what you want. And now on to our final interview segment of the podcast, and for that, we get an assist from our friends at TSN 1040 Radio, where hosts Matt Sakaris and Blake Price welcomed Trail Smoke Eaters head coach and former Vancouver Canucks forward Jeff Tambellini to their show. Now a rookie head coach, Tambellini has a wealth of NHL experience to draw from and was also a member of the 2011 Canucks team that went to the Stanley Cup final. Sakaris and Price started off talking about the memories of that playoff run. Well, that was a pretty fun year until the uh, the last day. Uh, it was a great ride, but I just remember the depth that we had on that team. And uh, I know you guys spoke with Mike this morning, but you know he built such a deep roster defensively up front. Uh, and without a couple injuries, I thought we were in a great spot uh, coming towards the end. But uh, what a professional group and uh, the best team I'd ever been a part of. Yeah, and here you go. Here's your chance to build a deep professional team with the trail smoke where the gms have too uh-huh, that's my goodness right. what did you take from being on those canucks teams no it's funny as uh being on the bench as the head coach the the styles that you that you use that you never really know until you actually get behind that's your bench and then as a manager what you're what you're trying to emulate is uh as you build the franchise so uh, a lot of similarities to the way lane uh, ran his bench uh for good or for bad i guess uh but he coached the win, and that's one thing that I try to do with our team. And, uh, and same with, you know, you're trying to build a franchise and you're trying to bring in the right people. And I actually was just able to bring in uh, Mike Pekka's son, uh, former Vancouver Canuck, his son Trevor Pekka, to our team today. So trying to build a team with the right character and good pieces and uh, kids that want to be hockey players. So it's uh, it's been a fun process so far. Is what's working in the NHL also does, it, does that trickle down to Junior A where traditionally we see uh, – 
um, you know, more of that dump and chase kind of thing. But are we seeing speed win the day all the way down to junior A too? Yeah, I mean that's how we're trying to build our team. Like I've, I've told all the kids coming in, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this, even though it's not the NHL. I'm gonna try and run this as an NHL system. I want you guys to learn how to make plays and understand new concepts and the things that the best players in the world are doing, so that you know one day when you hopefully get there, you're ready for it. So we're fortunate here. We have we have great players that want to learn and want to get better, and it's uh, it's my job to to teach them and and hopefully put them on a great. Uh, great path towards being you know having a successful career if we do have a listener submission uh question can you please ask jeff tambellini what his highlight of moving to trail is so far having the colander restaurant for lunch every day or living his lifelong dream of becoming a colombo lodge member that's from parker an avid listener who says he might know you (laughs) well i just got inducted to the colombo lodge uh two weekends ago so that was uh, definitely a highlight and i try and skip the the lunch portion and wait for the dinner portion because uh that's the unlimited refill at the calendar i got you <laughs> tell me there are some of those like buffalo lodge flintstone yeah, hats give uh, us a give us a description the of the colombo please jeff well the colombo lodge is a secret society we don't oh that's amazing we're with jeff tambellini the gm head coach of the trail smoke eaters this is the bchl report Jeff, for anybody to step in there with the iconic name and sweater and history of the Trail Smoke Eaters, it would be one thing. But with the Tambellini family having such history there in the Kootenays, I want to get your take on what you're uh, what you're endeavoring to do here. Well, you know, I was I was raised by a father who yeah, and a grandfather who were such a big part of this town and. Uh, my grandfather Addy was, you know, part of the teams that won here and, and helped build this town into what it is today. And uh, like I said, there's such a great tradition with the Trail Smoke Eaters that, you know, to be a part of it in any way, uh, I feel like I'm so fortunate to have this opportunity come up. So for me, we're looking to win. You know, it's a city that wants to develop great players just like they did for a long time, uh, producing numerous NHL guys and bring winning back to Trail. And I'm lucky that I have a great, uh, great owner with uh, Rich Murphy who came in here two years ago and has invested his time and uh, his time and money into this team and has had success. So uh, very fortunate to come into the right program at the right time. And, uh, you know, the kicker is uh, it's in a town where it's full of family and friends, and uh, it's been a great fit so far. And I understand Dad told you uh, when you got settled there, uh, Jeff, this is it. This is the last time I'm helping you move, right? You better be there a while. Well, well, Steve isn't in for I another relocation. <laughs> Well, he was convenient this time, so I could just bust him in, which was a lot easier. Uh, you've got a history in college hockey, uh, you know, coaching and playing. I understand you uh, uh, had a nice conversation with Bill McCult at the uh, BCHL Showcase in September. You know, we, we call it smart hockey in the BCHL. That's the other, uh, the other uh, goal of the BCHL, to, to give scholarships and get kids into school. Uh, is there going to be a little bit of a lean to wol- towards the Wolverines, however, with your own history and uh, Bill McCult, uh, you know, uh, campaigning, I'm sure, as well? Well, I have a young superstar named Ken Johnson, who is one of the best 15-year-olds in the country, and Bill McCult uh, seems to call a lot about him. So <laughs> I know he wants him to go there. Uh, we're making sure the, the young player gets to a great school, but uh, I was fortunate to go to Michigan. It was an amazing place, and so... Uh, if if they can ever uh, come after some of my guys and I can talk to them, uh, I definitely don't push them away from going there because it's uh, it's a first class university with a great degree and a great hockey program. So uh, 
I definitely don't deter any of my guys from going that path. Jeff, tell us a little bit about Kent Johnson. Out of Port Moody in the Panthers program, as you mentioned, 15 years old. He's got nine points in 11 games already uh, this year, and we were at the showcase and uh, know his name was on the lips of scouts. Tell us a little bit about this young man and how good you think he can be. Well, he's an outstanding player, great kid, but he's a worker. He wants to be on the ice. He wants to get better every day, and his skill set is, is outstanding. And He makes plays and holds on to the pocket. For a 15-year-old to be playing against you know, 19-, 20-year-old guys, uh, it's been so impressive to watch him come in, adapt, figure out what works, figure out what doesn't work, and, and bring it every night. So uh, it's great to have a young Port Moody kid that's, uh, you know, he probably looked up to a Ryan Johansson as a young guy and got to, to see that path coming through Port Moody. And um, it's, it's great to see a young guy that, that wants to be a hockey player, and he does it right every day, and he's great off the ice, and he's great in the classroom. So... Uh, for me, it's uh, it's been a blast to have him on the bench. He's done a couple of things on power plays that I've never seen. Uh, he almost scooped the puck up from behind the net just uh, and stuffed it up top last week, and he's made a couple of behind-the-back passes that I haven't seen a lot of guys do. And so he's an amazing talent. I believe he's going to be a first-round pick, and he's a lot of fun to watch. So uh, if you can get to see him more than once, uh, you're in for a treat with him. I'd say he'd benefit from getting some outlet passes from Quinn Hughes if he does uh, commit to Michigan. But, of course, uh, those timelines probably won't uh, won't uh, work for, for Johnson because uh, I would assume this is it for Quinn Hughes. Uh, would you concur after watching him last year and being on the bench with him last year that he probably only needs the one more year here? Well, if the Vancouver fans have it their way, I'm sure he's not going to last too long. But uh, he's an amazing player. Uh, he's one of those game changers. He's, he's so unique. Uh, with his skill set. So uh, he's going to have a great chance. He can stay at Michigan as long as he wants. But, you know, when he does leave, he's going to be uh, he's gonna be a dynamic player for a long time in Vancouver. And I think he's going to be a real different addition to that team and, and really give them a luck that they haven't had for a long time. Well, great stuff, Jeff. Uh, first of all, just so pleased you're back in B.C. and working in the BCHL. And to hear your voice again, you guys got Cowichan Valley and Powell River at home this weekend so everybody out there in trail and in the Kootenays get on out and watch some BCHL hockey thank you for this my man we'll catch up down the road thanks Jeff a big thanks to Matt Sakaris, Blake Price and producer Andrew Wadden for that interview with trail head coach Jeff Tambellini and that is going to do it for this week's podcast for all the latest BCHL news check out bchl.ca and follow the league on Twitter Facebook and Instagram at GoBCHL This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.